To ring in the new year, we have a special one-shot, two-part episode with a special guest. Uh, joining us this episode, we have Jackson Hand. Um, Jackson is a D&D comedy and pro wrestling nerd based in Sydney. He has recently finished DMing a two-year-long campaign, as well as playing in and DMing many games since 2015. You can find him at Jackson CD Hand on Instagram. He brought a great energy to the show, and we hope you'll enjoy listening to him in this special. We return once again to the underground beneath Ferromasters University, to the caves that the kobolds call home. The magical burning brazier is warmly filling this cave with a glow that you all find very comforting. And the nest of the Catbird clan, freshly named after their recent successful heist, are going about their duties in the morning, preparing for the day. Your uh, elder in your clan, Clinker, is preparing the, the morning's grub stew, as he does every day for the past, as long as any of you can remember. Since before you were eggs, probably. And he gives the first bowl of the grub stew to your newly hatched mascot of honor, uh, it is currently not f fluffy and fuzzy the way you would expect a house griffin to be because its feathers aren't quite coming through yet. So they're actually quite spiky and it's um, it's it's nasty looking, let's be honest. A baby bird crossed with a kitten is not... Uh, it, it will do cute things, but it itself is not cute looking. And it tends to spend most of its time wrapped up in Clinker's red scarf like nestled like a baby and he happily feeds it some grub stew every morning. Now you all line up to collect your grub stew. We know that kobolds live in family nests and there's about 20 or so in the, the catbird nest. And let's, let's focus on four of them today. So Joe, tell us a bit about your kobold. We're familiar with, with, with them, but let's just refresh everyone's mind. Okay, I had to refresh my mind <laughs> about what she looked like as well. Uh, so Sneak is a red dragon um, of red dragon descent, and she's wearing patched clothing. Um, she's got this massive bow on her back. Um, it's very definitely a short bow, but it looks hilariously large, like she is almost tripping over it. Um, and she's got like a a red bandana kind of wrapped around her head to make her look ferocious, she thinks, but it, it kind of makes her look cute. Um, and she, uh, yeah, has basically um, decided to follow the ways of um, stealth uh, to the point where she's so focused that all she ever says is the word sneak. And that's her name. Her name is Sneak. So Clinker... Uh scoops a bowl of the, the grub stew and bats away the squawking mouth of the house griffin. <laughs> no! No, Spike! No! Here, Sneak, for you. And um, Sneak looks very solemnly up at the um, up at Clinker and takes it with two hands and goes, Sneak! And then walks away. Next! Next! Ross? 
So my kobold is um, returning from their last uh, their last mission is Squeak. Uh, Squeak is a barbarian and um, is quite stocky for a kobold, but uh, that exterior really belies what is quite a soft and unassuming uh, personality. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, they're sort of probably just minding their own business for the most part, but obviously keen for food because any growing barbarian needs plenty of protein. Here you go, Squeak. Thank you. Next, Kate. Uh, I have brought a new kobold to the table this this session, so we say goodbye to Rumble and we say hello to Trip. Rumble's uh, out doing something else. Rumble's out doing something else. Uh, Trip is quite wiry for a kobold, fairly average in size but looks very hungry right now as they wander up towards Clinker to get some food. And they're sort of carrying a whole bunch of equipment that doesn't quite look like it all makes sense together. Mm-hmm. But, but like they you've want... got your, your, your pack with all your things. Yeah, very yeah. much. Why Why did you bring this to dinner? But, but here mm-hmm. we are. Mm-hmm. Trip, here. Yeah. You look like you haven't been eating enough, so I put big grub in it for you. Trip just nods in that very, like, good, thank you kind of way and wanders off to sit with wherever there's a gap. Mm-hmm. Next. Uh, and this is the point where we introduced our guest for the episode. Uh, why don't you Woo-hoo! introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Hi, everyone. I'm Jackson. Uh, Jackson Hand. And uh, my kobold is uh, just your, your classic, like, rust, ready brown kobold. Um, very small, very quite thin um not quite as thin as trip i expect but uh just lithe um and in terms of aesthetic uh think belts just everywhere <laughs> like a uh, like a late 90s early 2000s final fantasy character just exactly belts. just mm-hmm. belts uh mm-hmm. They once saw someone wearing a bandolier that held things and decided, why not do that everywhere? And so it's just belts with all of their stuff just tucked in and around. The only thing that isn't permanently tucked into the belt is a, a big pen quill um, with a white feather on it uh, that they carry around very proudly. And this little monster is Ricketts. Here, Ricketts. Man, thank you. Man. And Ricketts goes and also just sits in a corner somewhere and face first into the stew. Yep. <laughs> uh, so as uh, you're enjoying your your daily meal of grub stew, the rest of your your family clan, your nest starts going about their duties. Um, some of them are growing mushrooms in the back of the cave where there's a bit of a uh, trickle of water coming through. And it's a nice bit of moisture, so they've started growing mushrooms back there, uh, which hasn't quite made it to the stew yet. There's been talk about whether or not it gets eaten or uh, burnt for its aromatic properties. I feel like Trip's part of that that argument on a regular basis. <laughs> uh, but then there's also um, some some kobolds in your your nest getting ready to go down to the part refuse pile part grub farm down in the lower levels of the caves but you're going about your your business when a a large figure darkens your uh i was gonna say doorstep but cave hole (laughs) 
to the, the cave you've got here. That's worse. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Darkens your cave hole. Darkens your, your, your cave door. You, uh, you would recognize as Drac, the four foot tall champion of your clan. And he, he, stands, he stands there. <clears throat> Clinker looks over as he's uh, dishing out the last of the stew. Ah, oh, Drac, come in, come in, please. Thank you, Clinker. I have a few words that I need to speak with you. Yes, yes. Is it about? You're right, it is. Pick four and we'll meet over. He looks around the cave. Over there. Okay. And Clinker looks around the cave and he says, uh, Sneak, squeak, rickets, trip. Come over here, come over here. Trip, like, puts any leftover grub stew into, like, a pouch, tucks it in tucks it in her pocket and wanders over. Yeah. Uh, Ricketts, having completely devoured his bowl of food, just kind of uh, Mr. Burn T-Rex arms walks over his Yes. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, Sneak is going to, like, maybe do a bit of a roll to the table where Clinker like combat is. combat roll. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, she's into it. Parkour. <laughs> yes. Squeak is most likely gingerly putting the bowl down and looking over as to say, why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, once the four of you and Klinger have uh, made your way over to the side of the cave where Drax is standing, he looks over at the four of you, looking at each of you individually before he gets to Klinger and gives a nod. Okay. What we talked about earlier, these four will be fine. Uh, make sure that we're all ready for tonight. Okay? Once the moon is up is is up high, the scouts will come down, let us all know the moon's up there, and that's when we do it. That's when we spring it, all right? Yes, yes, okay, good. And Drax uh, leaves your, your cave. Okay. Now, the four of you have been selected for a very important heist. Oh. Sneak. Tonight, Grandmother Batan turned 66 years old. Very old for a kobold. Uh, three times my age, and we are having a big, big, big party celebration. Yes, 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 yes. And we need party supplies. Now, I've, I've heard, seen that there is a party celebration tonight. Yes? Yes, up in, up in, up in surface, uh, building, where people drink lots, and you four are gonna go into party and go down into, uh, there's a, a supply storeroom, and you're gonna get a bunch of supplies and bring them back for, shh, shh, surprise party, surprise party tonight. Ooh, surprise party. So like what, balloons, streamers... Yes, so, uh, uh, we've got got food mostly covered. We need um, 
Uh, I've seen, I've seen, I once saw, long time ago, these, these bright sparkle uh, fires that, that the humans have, the fleshy skins, they've got these, these things that make, yeah, whiz pop bang, bright sparks. Ooh. And you are all being chosen to go and heist steal them. Wonderful. Do we have time for preparation or do we have to go now? Oh, always time to prepare, always time to be ready. Now, this is what I remind the four of you and our audience that, that we have a house rule with this system that I'm running. Every player can make a number of heist actions to kind of retroactively plan something, such as bringing along a piece of equipment, knowing a piece of information that you wouldn't normally know in the situation, or planting something ahead of time in a convenient place, um, which will be discussed with me as we go so as to be mm-hmm. fair and not completely break the heist. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, and you can take a number of heist actions equal to your proficiency bonus plus your intelligence or wisdom, whichever is higher. Sick, um, I get one. To a, to a minimum of one. I can't help Woo! but think like heist rules. It's like, hey, have you met my kid, Offspring Childson? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get three because Lovely. I get four. Because you're planning, you're a, you're a planner. Yeah. Don't even know what my wisdom modifier is. It's zero. <laughs> Intelligence or wisdom? Intelligence? I mean, also zero. <laughs> All right, then just 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 to proficiency Big bonus. Big dumb himbo. <laughs> Wait, Jackson, did you say you get? One, which means that you one. have a negative, have negative mod- one to wisdom and negative one to intelligence. We're in the <laughs> idiot hours. I told you this. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to use my only heist action to stretch, I think. Cool. So um, we're, we're still all meeting with Clinker, right? Yes. Mm. Okay. So Sneak kind of um, steps forward and puts a hand up and goes, Sneak. Yes, Sneak. And then she, like, pulls out a dagger and then goes, step, step, and raises an eyebrow. Uh, as always, if if need be, yes, yes, stab, stab, fine. She, like, twirls the, the dagger in her hand and then puts it back in her in her the sheath and she's like, sneak. Yes, yes, but but must be careful because if you uh, stab people, then mm, they stab back and... And he twists the the manacle around his right wrist, like nervously. You don't want long sleep dead time. Sneak. But, but, time for caper steel. Yes. Yes. Ah. Step one. Get to surface and take this. And he hands, it looks like a, like a bundle of clothing. When When you get up, you're going to use this. Maybe up to you to get inside. You have to get inside uh, uh, alcohol party place. Step one, get inside. Step two, because you're going while party dance happen, the storeroom, less busy, less people watching. So make your way through party dance. Get to back room where, where stuff is kept. Part three. Get stuff. Part four, escape. Trip will take the handful of um, clothing, etc. Just kind of as though to then 
go somewhere to roll it out so that she can look through it all once mm-hmm. this conversation is over. Uh, so what you have is two trench coats. <laughs> yes! I was hoping that would be the case. <laughs> now you could probably all squish into one trench coat or nine foot tall. <laughs> you can go into two trench coats and be shorter. Or you could go three in one and have one kobold doing something else. Um, this is why I asked how tall you were at the side yeah. of the game. How many trench coats do we need? <laughs> yes. So, so we're either going to be the tallest person or no. two dwarves. No. Because if so you've got... You've got a two... F- you, uh, squeak, sneak, you're two feet tall. Squeak, you're three feet tall. Uh, rickets, you're two and a bit feet tall. Yeah. And trip, you're two and a half feet tall. Yeah, that's like normal-sized human. If you had, human. If you had either the two tallest of us stacked on top of each other or the three shortest of us stacked on top of each other, we'd be a reasonably okay-sized mm-hmm. person. Now, I will, I will point out as well, there may be some uh, talking that has to happen. Yeah. So somebody who can Do communicate possibly would be useful. Um, <laughs> and there are going to be all kinds of fun checks I'm going to make you make stacked on top of each other. Mostly athletics, balance? strength, yeah. balance, <laughs> those kinds of checks. Hell yeah. I think we have to do two and two because if we ever need to do anything where there's more than one of us. Oh, so that's a 10 foot tall person otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Which I don't know how long isn't, Kobe, isn't completely know. unheard of in the, the D&D world, but you're going to stand out in a crowd. Exactly, especially because I imagine these are like, I don't think any of them would be like a 10-foot trench coat, otherwise we've just got this massive train behind us, which is also cool. <laughs> how, um, how tall is the average dragonborn? Uh, dragonborn are about like six to seven feet tall, maybe up to eight. Uh, you could be a very short dragonborn. <laughs> Next thing, we run into Bonin. Big troubles. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do like a cheerleader pyramid. Uh, with two on the bottom and then we just like hop <laughs> I feel like Sneak would have something to say about it if she could say more than the word Sneak well I remember remember you've all grown up with Sneak, sneak so yeah. Sneak yeah. just says Sneak That's and you true. understand Sneak's meaning entirely <laughs> yep um, so Sneak is very um, she has some thoughts about this um, and she's looking at the two at the two trench coats and kind of you can see her like She's counting some numbers on her hand, um, <laughs> one hand, and then she's like, anyway, um, one, trying one to hand add things together. Second hand. Yeah, and then she looks a bit confused and then has to go back to the beginning and starts again. Um, but she looks at the trench coats, looks at the four, the three of you, and adds some numbers together and then remembers that she has to be very sneaky because that's her mantra and her whole raison d'etre. Um, and she looks at everybody, looks very firmly at everybody and goes, sneak, holding up two fingers and then sneak and holds up two fingers. But yes, I, I think that makes perfect sense. We'll split off into twos. Um, I thought this was just my jacket, but that's fine. Are we, um, out of range of, um, sorry, is it Clinker? Clinker. Yeah. Clinker is, is going about tending to the other, the other duties that he has to as the 
That is the only old like adult kobold basically in the group, in the the, the nest. Yeah, I sort of like want to look around and, and be like, ah, d- d- I kind of feel like our previous success might have set a bit of a uh, a dangerous precedent where you know we're sort of expected to go on multiple missions. Uh, I mean, I, I'm just saying, it's 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 becoming a worrying trend. You have you have previous successes. This is not a bad thing. Well, the, the, the problem is every time you come back successful, they they expect you to go out uh, another time. Then don't come back successful. It's it's almost like some of us like to leave the nest now. Kate, why are you rushing? <laughs> Um, now, <laughs> made decision. Here we are. We had original plan. Was not original plan. Here we are now. <laughs> I mean, do we I even do we even have a Russian? I mean, nope. quotation Russian culture in nope. this. I don't think there are nope. any. <laughs> nope. Nope. Not that we've encountered. No. Shush. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. This yeah. happened. We're this going the, with it. <laughs> this, is, this is because Trip has spent lots of time up on the surface and has been learning. <laughs> Like picking up bits of common, and some of that has filtered back, and it sounds very weird. Because remember, listeners, we are listening to their conversation and translating it for you via the magic of podcasting in mm-hmm. from draconic into yeah. English. It's all smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. So while it it might sound a bit peculiar to have a Russian accent, it's because <laughs> Trip has spent time and has been picking up common. So Trip's common is going to sound when we get to the surface, and we have to start hearing common again. Trip's common is going to sound beautiful when we get to the surface, is the answer to that question. (laughs) It's like when you've had a friend who's travelled overseas and gone to France or something, they come back and they have a terrible version of a Um, French accent, which is really more Italian. uh, So, we need to move this heist along and we will jump ahead to the evening to the party. Due to the magic of heist actions, you can retroactively plan things that would have made sense to do so beforehand. Mm-hmm. You have made your way through the tunnels and emerged into a bush near the... Well, Trip and, and Sneak will be able to read as the Mage's Solicitor, which probably translates as Wizard Lawyer. Yep. And you're like, ah, yes, the Wizard Lawyer place. You can already hear there's music pumping in the distance for, coming from inside the building. And there is a small line of people uh, outside with... There's a, a, a large man with a list, uh, like, a, like, a, like a noteboard clipboard thing, and he's letting people in. There's some kind of exchange going on where he asks them a question, some kind of riddle perhaps, and then they, some of them have to provide uh, some kind of little little card or something to him which he he looks over and inspects before letting them in you're age checking people going into the pub <laughs> uh, before we go in i want to pull squeak to the side very quickly and say uh, squeak i know you're worried about going out again but uh, think of it like this i haven't had many adventures or stories um but if if you're if you're worried then this is the last one. It's your your last your last job. We can go out and get this done and then come back and it is retirement. You get to just live down there with the griffins and the clinker and 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 things will be good. I mean I, I would like to find that comforting, but 
I've heard awful stories about people who were close to retirement and they're coming back from missions alive, so, you know. Oh no, you're retiring in like three weeks. You've got time. It'll be, it'll be okay. Oh, okay. Hopefully. We'll find out. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, as you're, as you're uh, assessing this situation, a it, it takes you a moment to understand what's going on. It looks like a giant kobold at first walks past but it's not it it's something's different it's not a kobold it doesn't have a tail it's now trip you would know this as a mm. dragonborn mm-hmm. <laughs> walks past wearing armor of some description some nice armor and they've got a sword they've got a shield you don't think you've seen this this creature before but what catches your eye more than anything is that this dragonborn is being trailed by a little kobold carrying a pack dressed in common up surface clothes history check i think would be appropriate if anyone wants to make a history check i don't see it too dumb (laughs) history check oh intelligence base that bodes well uh, uh-huh. That's a nat 20, Ben. I take Woo! it back. I take the sarcasm back. Also, <laughs> 18 somehow. I... <laughs> Perfect. You've, you've heard stories. Sorry, you know nat, nat 20 that... plus one. Nice. <laughs> you know that other kobold clans have been taken over, some might say, by dragons, or they devote themselves to dragons as a, as a form of worship. Your clan doesn't do that. Your clan is is very happy with the magical burning brazier that you've got as your local little deity. Um, You know, golden flame protect. But you know that that some kobolds out there devote themselves to to dragons in particular. Mm -hmm. And it looks like maybe this kobold has devoted itself to this dragonborn in some capacity. You've, You've maybe heard that some dragonborns form like close bonds with kobolds, but... You haven't actually seen one before. Would you got a nat twenty? You can ask me a question. I was say, would 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 Trip be aware of like, and I don't know how this is. This is because I know too much about Fermuster, so this is why I'm kind of trying to work out. Would she know if there was like a dragonborn society or equivalent? Like we've got the barbarian society and things like that on campus. Is there a like, like a like a dragonborn cultural society? Yeah, like like the uh, the uh, the high elf. Society that like the one where I want to punch Raymond, yeah, like that, but mm-hmm. but not that, yeah, yeah. So you've probably seen Dragonborn assemble into into groups, and you wouldn't necessarily know what they're no, that's, doing. No, that's 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 fine. Yeah. So okay, um, she's gonna turn around to the rest of the group and say, the the small one, the the the, the fellow kobold, he is follow the big dragon man. Is possible other way in, no? There is other dragonborns. Perhaps we is helpful to. Or to just them. take his clothes. <clears throat> Snake is already looking around. Um, she's not like focused on anything that's happening in front of her. She's looking for other ways in. Um, so Ben, can I roll some kind of perception or investigation or something to see if yes. there's another like back way in? Yeah, give me a perception. I've got your passives here, but none of you. Can I? Were. Can I help her based on uh, 
being someone who knew the area because surface surface knowledge. Okay. Um, Kate, yes. trip. Roll me a uh, a wisdom, just a flat wisdom roll for me. How wise are you about this area at the moment? Five. Okay, Five. Maybe, never you mind. maybe you haven't spent too much in this particular area. Um, oh, never mind. Go ahead, Joe. All right. Yep. I got sneak. a fifteen perception. Okay. Um, you do spot a, a high window, which is on a, a, a side of the building which isn't particularly used. Mm-hmm. It's but the window is like ten feet high, and it's only like a foot a foot wide. It's a it's a. Okay, so she's going to. I'm going to use one of my um highest actions. I think. Because I've got mm-hmm. four, which is okay. nuts, and I love it. Um, she's going to have uh, prepared a really long rope that she's got kind of hooked around like mm-hmm. a bandolier kind of thing um, mm-hmm. across her chest, and it's got this like grappling hook on the end of it. So she's going to try and like hook that onto the windowsill. There's a windowsill? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, she's going to hook that onto the windowsill and then... Um, climb up and kind of. Okay, see what's so in there. make me a uh, a ranged attack roll for your your swing, swing, swing. Because we're slightly a science podcast, what Joe does that. Uh, how far can she's? How strong she? Because that feels like a long way to throw if you're a tiny. I I have a strength of minus one. <laughs> okay. So ranged attack roll is an interesting choice, but. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Okay, 17. Okay, yes, you... And the, it goes up and it hooks onto the ledge. And you give the rope a, a pull and it seems stable. So at this point, because I feel like nobody else has been focusing on what she's doing, she's like doing her own thing in the background <laughs> mm-hmm. um, while everyone's trying to figure out what's going on. Um, she's just going to be like, psst, snake. And like points upwards. Very good, Sneak. She's expecting a little bit more than that, but she kind of just goes... Very good, Sneak. Is is better plan, perhaps, than wearing <laughs> than wearing the, the yeah. big big human clothes? Sneak. Yeah, I'm, I'm drawing out on, like, uh, on the... Just like, no, because then we seal the other kobold's clothes, and then we deal with that moral dilemma later. And then we take his clothes, and we take his spot. Oh, he's already inside. No. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no, oh Sneak! <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so she'll start climbing. Hey, hey, it's Kate here. Thank you so much for listening to this latest episode of Dungeons and Doctorates. If you're enjoying the show, why not recommend the podcast to a friend? It really helps us to grow our audience. It's bonkers to me that it's not just our friends listening to us anymore. If you have questions for our cast about the show or a submission for a mid-show message, head on over to dndoctorates.com. That's dndoctorates.com. You can also help support the show by checking out our merch over there or specifically at merch.dndoctorates.com. And for now, back to the action. Okay. Um, everyone give me athletics. <laughs> I don't think you can use rope to acrobatically. No! Climb you have to, like, strength it. Uh, I mean, athletics. a lot of <laughs> acrobatic people do rope tricks, don't they? Okay, it's... sure. A- a- athletics or acrobatics, I'll let you. Okay, thank goodness best. for that because I got a twelve uh, athletics or a uh, eighteen acrobatics. Okay, yeah, then. Yeah, I got an eleven. I would like to go last up the ladder because I got a seventeen plus four. <laughs> I last up the rope with a twenty-one. Nice. <laughs> uh, nice. Twelve for athletics. 
Okay. So it takes a bit of time for the, the low rollers in the group, but you all get up uh, the rope. So currently, as I mentioned, the window is only a foot uh, a foot wide, so you can get all through that pretty easily. It's only half your, your height, um, but it's, it seems like it's latched on the inside. So we need some kind of... Hmm. Some kind of thievery technique. Oh, Snake's already on it. Yeah, right. I was going to say, I'm like, I the mean, rogue went up first, right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so give me a uh, either a thieves tool or a sleight of hand. Um, so 13 plus 4 is 17. Okay. Yes. You, using your uh, homegrown crafted thieves tools made of... Oh, yeah. Like bones and stones. Yeah, stuff she's found. You, you pry open this latch on the inside and then the window creaks open and you're able to get into a strange room made of... It looks like it's tiled everywhere. Everything is made of these shiny tiles. Uh, oh, and there the are these, clatter. And there are these unusual-looking, like, porcelain thrones. You're not entirely sure what they are. Um... As I'm the last one up, as I come through the window, I'm going to pull the rope up mm-hmm. and I'll bandolier it around myself just because Snick's already down and away. Mm-hmm. So that we've got it in case we need it later. And so that it's not hanging off the side of the building. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Good plan. All right. You all find yourself in a bathroom stall. You hear that you hear them you hear the music coming through the door. It's 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 pumping. Doom, 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 doom. And you hear people going about. Is there like a gap in the in the door? Uh there so like is... underneath the door then we can like Yeah, I mean the door, door's also currently unlocked. I don't think any of you have oh, actually yeah. locked that yet. Uh so you're in the stall, it's it, you can Hmm. Given the variety of heights found in this university that door would come close to the ground and go up quite high as well so that anybody inside could have privacy from people walking in all right we're in where are the sparkle sticks sneak she's like pointing to the door i think oh. it's not this not the storage room huh this what? the this not the storage room this the cleaning self and disposing of disgusting things Snake nods and goes Snake Okay Trip you stay here then (laughs) (laughs) Last time I invite you to a podcast Wow I'm the villain (laughs) Wow This is is what happens when you're all nest mates together This is how you talk with your family This is it Can Snake like punch Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd just be like, sneak. Sorry, As like sorry. A, and this is like a, her saying, not the time, focus. But it was funny. I am, yeah. And I'll and she like just gives push, him a look. I am, yeah. And slowly push open the door and, um, yeah, can I have a bit of a peek out and see what's happening outside the world? Yeah, uh, so... Oh, Give no. me a perception roll. Oh no! Because your your passive is terrible. Not good. Yeah. No, my perception's <laughs> not going to be. Oh, that's much better. Eighteen. I rolled a nineteen. Hey. Nice. There is a, a full on party happening here. Um, it's it's pretty busy for a for a venue this size. 
There are lots of people standing around drinking at tall tables. There are plates of food being brought around. There are a lot of really muscly people here as well. Like real muscle. Like the proportion of muscly people to just average people is is way off the charts in terms of muscly people. Squeak, I feel like this is uh, no, your, your domain. Uh, they're all big and strong and scary. Uh, I mean, that just makes everything sound a lot more dangerous, to be honest. Oh. Okay. Then they're small and weak and scared. <laughs> That's still scary. <laughs> uh, with your 18, mm-hmm. you will see where it, these people carrying um, plates of food seem to be coming in and out of what what you imagine might be a, a kitchen or a, a food preparation room of some kind. You're not entirely sure. Oh, uh, but you also you also see there's a a, a raised t- like long table where people are gathering, and you can hear glasses clinking against each other, um, and and based on the smell, there's a lot of alcohol going on around here. Mm. I see the food room. Is anyone else hungry? Perhaps it's near storage area. Yeah, is is storage area normally beyond the the room for the the food preparation they have all the things all together yeah ah sneak uh-huh. just like what just like what we have down down in underground huh we have storage sneak just because we not tell you where we store the things does not mean we do not have storage uh last last time we we were near a storage room um this this sort of large man with a, a cleaver tried to chop my head off. Sneak kind of pats him on the shoulder. Did he Did he do it? Uh, I mean, I don't think so. That's a good start. Uh, Tripp's gonna like tap Squeak on the shoulder and say yes, but this time we have Idiot Boy like with <laughs> Hello. Th- th- thumb pointing. <laughs> I just wave. <laughs> Hello. Instead of you, yeah? We have we have um, uh, we have <laughs> No, no. Same. And she she snap no she snaps straight into common <laughs> Sacri- sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is Snake a word that you two don't understand. <laughs> uh-huh. Sneak yeah. says something in uh, she she just says sneak, and you can basically <laughs> tell that she's saying bait. <laughs> Ricketts. Yep. As you are peeking into this this room. Mm-hmm. You spot there are two people uh, hmm. coming your way. No, um, uh, uh, hide or attack or something. They're coming. They're coming for us. They know where we are. We're busted. We're out. Let's go. Let's go. Run, run, run. <laughs> Sneak. And she's like, calm down, calm down, calm down. Take a deep Sneak. breath. <gasps> Sneak. So you have only moments before these two people enter the this room. Trip's going to like whip out from the top of her backpack the two trench coats just in case people want them just like has them in her hands hmm. you could also retreat to one of these stalls uh, mm-hmm. yeah that's what I was thinking um, so Snake kind of looks around um, looks behind her at the stall goes Snake <gasps> and points and starts like backing into the stall yeah I'll run into the stall how many stalls are there then? There are six stalls in this room. 
Uh, I would like to back into a second one because it feels like they, we were very squished before and mm-hmm. spreading us across two is going to make more sense. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, I've said I've followed Sneak in, so I'm there. So, you're, so, so we have Ricketts and Sneak in the same one. We have Trip in a second stall. Squeak, where do you end up? Which Are you, are you with Sneak and Ricketts or are you with Trip? Yeah, I'd probably follow Trip if we're splitting. Okay. You, you close the, the the doors. Does that mean there's just um, two trench coats on the ground? No, I've still got them oh, in my okay. hand. <laughs> I didn't put them down. <laughs> we'll, we'll say we'll say that you'll say you're in two adjacent stalls. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, give me anybody who has been on the surface before. So not rickets, unfortunately. Uh, give me a a wisdom check. Oh no! Um, like a like a like a knowledge local check. So, so Ben, just a question. We determined that because Trip is a rager, she has a favored terrain, and we decided that I could have favored terrain as like Feramustus. Because yes. <laughs> do I get do I get advantage on this particular role yes. because I yes, would for favored terrain? Yes, right. you do. Thanks. <laughs> I got a two. I rolled a three and a five, so I hey! got Jack. <laughs> okay. Good rolling. Or rather, sorry, a uh, was it was that just flat? Um, that was with your wisdom. <laughs> I got a, a, a four or a six. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, man. Um, well, neither of you, none of you, uh, know the custom of closing these doors and locking them to, re- to switch it to occupied. <laughs> so you are currently in stalls oh, no. that are lo- uh, closed but looking as unoccupied. And two people uh, come into the bathroom. And those of you who speak common, I'll now switch to common. Um, the first one's going to just ca- come in. It's ba- just going to walk straight up and like slam her hands on the side of the, like, um, the basin, sink. the mm. sink. And just staring at herself in the, in the mirror. mirror. You okay, hun? No. You can't act like that. I mean... <sighs> You have been just... I've been what? He is 100%. He's so beneath you. Like, I don't understand why you're so hung up on this. Because you just don't get it. You don't know him. You don't get it. I mean... I'm so not used to having these conversations. No, I know. It's fine because I'm the <laughs> other end of... I'm usually your end of the conversation, so Spot I am the eighth person. Him. Anyway, um... Yeah. <laughs> like, like, he's not... He's not supposed to stand there and, like, he knows. He knows he has to know and he can't treat me like that in public. Well, I mean, you only went out once, right? It's not the point. No, I I know. He's being a jerky mid-joke face. It's a party. It's like we went out last week. You can't just do this to me. No, that's very true. I still don't think he's worth it, though. There are so many other people here. We switch back to the kobolds in the stalls <laughs> who some of you don't know what the conversation is about, but they, these two people, one of them sounds very distressed and the other one yeah, is using a calming voice, but you don't know if you're going to sneak past them. What do you do? And you don't, you don't know how long this conversation could last as well. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, Especially those of you who speak common, which uh, is Trip and Sneak. Yeah, who are in different stalls. Um, <laughs> Trip's just going to poke Squeak and do that, like, 
silent pantomime of like, what do we do? You've like the two of us have been on the surface before, but like mm. you probably just get a sort of like shrug from Squeak as if to say maybe we just wait. <laughs> you get the biggest eye roll of like it's not an option. Like that's that's not an option. Sorry, Ricketts is looking at Sneak and getting uh, just a view from their face of like, okay. I don't understand what's happening, but you're not inspiring a lot of confidence with how things are looking at the moment. It's kind of... It seems like it's drawing on. Wow. What, what do we... Uh, coats. 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 No. Snake's not feeling it. She's like, no don't... She's not getting the vibe that that would be a good uh, idea right now. Just, she's like, uh, Snake. Ricketts then, like, holds up his quill nose distraction and wiggles it around pretty quickly and you see from this quill like little magical um, pastel greens and pinks begin flowing off and goes distraction Snake just kind of looks at it and then like does the whole thinking like taps her chin a little bit and then goes Snake and she nods Ah. Um, and now how to distract hmm (laughs) <laughs> um, you said there's a little gap under the doorway that I can see through of the stall yes uh, Ricketts is going to stick uh, his head under the door and waggling his quill as quick as he can so the little spurts of magic of pink and green that flow off it get a bit more power in it um, he's going to cast Gust at the door to the bathroom the entrance just okay. to fling it open Hey there, listeners. This is your friendly Dungeons and Doctorates DM, Ben, here to welcome you into the new year with a special episode, another Kobold Caper. That's right, Kobold Caper 2, Heisting Boogaloo. We had a lot of fun making this, and we hope you have a lot of fun listening to it. We have a mid-show message, the first mid-show message of the year. This one is from Paul and it's to everyone so thank you very much Paul Paul says here's to the new year and all the Meredith meant it might potentially Harold thank you very much for the puns Paul and if you would like a mid-show message to be read out on the show in this section right here, you can find the form to fill out on our link tree. It's just a very short Google form. It costs no money. And you can, you know, have one of us deliver a message to anyone as ourselves or as a character. Perhaps you'd like Potentia or Meredith or Gore or Lanwin, Bonin, anybody to deliver a message for you. Just fill out the form and we can do that for you. Hope everybody had a nice break. Mine was interesting. The next episode will be coming out next Thursday, the 20th of January, which will be part two of Cobalt Caper 2 Heisting Boogaloo. So keep an eye out for that. And then following that, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled academic adventurer, Hijinks. So enough from me, let's get back to this episode right now.
Okay. The door slams open and the music fully and uh, comes into the room. These two, these two women, you know, are taken aback by this this sudden door slam. Um, probably a yell from one or two of them. <laughs> uh, but when nothing eventuates. It, the, the door slowly like swings back closed <laughs> yeah like Rick just looks back and he goes I don't know I don't know <laughs> and Snake is like her eyes are wide and she's like Snake mm-hmm. and Rick just pulls out a dagger and just kind of goes <laughs> Hmm? Uh, this is an audio medium. You might need to. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Ricketts pulls out a dagger and just kind of looks and shrugs, just like, do we stab them? Maybe. 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 She kind of like is is like, you can see her kind of vacillating between the two options. Like she really wants to stabby stabby, but she's like, no, now is not the time. Mm. Maybe now it's time for Cobalt in a trench coat. Okay. Um, trips in the next stall and is just going to whisper like under the wall, be like, just like sneak, sneak, sneak. Do you need, do you need coat? Sneak. I assume that that last sneak is a yes sneak. Yeah. Great. Um, and she's just going to like push one of them as much as she can. Under the adjoining walls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which means it's going to get wet and covered in, like, gross floor, but, like... Ah. So one of you is going to be uh, able to, to be a little bit more identified as being a little damp. Mm. Eh. Yeah. Now we've got okay. two distinct trench coats. Two <laughs> visually distinct <laughs> trench coats. One which is wet, and another one. Yes. Yep. Um... And at the same time, Trip's gonna like shake out the trench coat that she's got and just be like, and turn to, to Squeak and be like, top or bottom? Well, uh, you, no offense, but you know, you, you look like you've probably been skipping the protein, so I might take the bottom. Also, Ricketts says, no way that Snake's gonna be on the bottom. No, just it's so fine. You know. Ricketts <laughs> looks at Snake and just kind of goes, <laughs> and just kind of like lowers himself down. And Snake cool. is like, <laughs> Snake. Stacks on. Um, how much of that conversation between those women do you think Trip understood? Uh, I think Trip's comments probably better than Sneak's. Trip understood most of that, I would say. Cool. Um, Is she going to go out and, and like join in the conversation? <laughs> She's just going to. I, I just want to get from the two kobolds on the bottom. Uh, that is this Squeak and Ricketts. Um, either a acrobatics or an athletics to hoist up your your cobalt up onto your shoulders. Yeah, that's literally the middle. Um, thirteen from Ricketts. Okay, yeah, you're able to to hoist up and, and carry this person up on your shoulder. Nice. Uh, and and squeak. How'd you go? Uh, 19. Oh, yeah. You've got this. No problem. 
you, you are a, a pillar in of which uh, Trip is standing on. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to make a note here that we have Trip and Squeak together. You are a five and a half foot tall, slender, dragonborn looking person in a trench coat. And we have Ricketts and Sneak, who is uh, two two foot six. Sorry, four foot, four foot six. Four foot six. <laughs> four foot six <laughs> in a trench coat. So a short dragon person, dragonborn. Is our trench coat like on the ground? A little bit. Yeah, we're gonna train. <laughs> we're gonna train. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Um, take it away. Um. So before exiting the um the stall trip's just gonna do that thing that like people in stalls for those people who use women's bathrooms occasionally you'll have this happen uh where someone just calls out from the stall when a conversation is happening in the main part of the bathroom Mm -hmm. uh and it's just like he doesn't sound good to me which only sneak will understand potentially a little okay. bit, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Rickett, you'd, you'd hear a voice that is familiar, but also sounds quite foreign to you, coming from the stall adjacent, where you know um, Squeak <laughs> and, and Tripper. Is it like uh, a really dragony version of Common? It it does have an accent to it, but it's also like they've they've nailed the Ferromasters like local accent, right? <laughs> Which is what, by the way, because everyone in Furumaster seems to have a different Sounds accent. Different. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of those multicultural mixing pot cities. Yeah. I was aiming for Harold's family there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Harold's family seems to be a pretty good, like, they've been there for a long time. So one of the women in the bathroom, um, the one who was, like, consoling, goes, thank you. This is exactly what I'm trying to tell her. Uh, Ricketts is going to look up at Sneak and go, just point for just point forward. It's like, Remember, okay, for, so for for mechanics point of view, yeah, um, Ricketts and Squeak, Sneak. you have oh. you're in uh, R- R- no, Ricketts and Squeak. You are in charge of locomotion. You get to decide where <laughs> your your part, your, where your trench coat moves. Um, the rest of us are just along for the ride. Sneak. This can only go great. Sneak and Trip, you are. Uh, the literal face of your your, your team, and uh, well, if we, if you have to manipulate things, we'll we'll cross that bridge as we come <laughs> to it. Uh, so if 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 one of you Ricketts or Squeak, if you want to go out of this door, you can just start walking. Cool. Ricketts is going to look up at Sneak and point forward and begin walking, and just like we're going now. Like, yes. All right. And the door opens and I begin to make my way towards the door and I don't think we'll be able to use <clears throat> a door handle, so I will cast Gust again on the door <clears throat> so that we can leave, leave. I would like to have either a performance or a deception roll. Uh, sure. As you pretend to be a normal person, not two kobolds in the trench coat. Do I need to roll one as well? Uh, I'll take... Whatever, I'll take the average of your rolls. Cool, I have a plus five and I got an 11 total. Okay. Ooh, I got 18. Yeah. 14 and a half. 14. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) 
Yes. So these two women see you exit the stall. They look confused because it didn't look occupied when they walked in. <laughs> and you, um, like a normal person would, walk towards a doorway and it slams open as you walk towards <laughs> it and you step out into the party. Mm-hmm. I mean, Snake just kind of looks at them and goes, <laughs> and smiles. <laughs> and then <laughs> continues. Uh, leaving um, Squeak and Trip in the the bathroom still. Unless you're going to follow them out, I'm going to I'm going to keep moving with no, I, the, if, if, the Ricket train. If I hear them, sort of probably <laughs> oh, yeah, the if door I slammed. like if I if I hear like if I don't hear anything, you dangerous hear like, happening. Like little, little little like yeah, like, as long, like if I don't if I don't hear like a crash in the thud, I'll probably gingerly sort of start making my way out of the stall. <clears throat> Okay, uh, and can I please have your uh, performance slash deception roll? Do you know what's weird? Oh. I have what? proficiency in performance <laughs> because my background is gladiator for some reason. Uh, that's a 12. I have some bad news for you, Russ. I got a three. <laughs> I got my nat 20 at the start of the game. I'm banning this dice, these two die to dice jail, and I will. So that's a, a die. seven. Seven average, seven and a half uh, as your average. So you come out of this bathroom store and you're like swaying Mm. quite, quite a bit. And I'm going to roll some insight for these two women uh, who are a little inebriated. (laughs) Uh, And they see you come out and sway and they're just like one of them. Uh, probably the less distraught one gives you like a full like cocks and eye like what the heck's going on um, but her friend is is still pretty upset and so that draws her attention back and you manage to to swing and sway like a like a like a end game Jenga tower <laughs> out of this this room as, can we like as um, they, li- as they yeah. leave Tri- trip's just gonna go with it you can do you can do better <laughs> just yeah Okay, now that they've left, can we like switch back to the the two women at at the the mirror store? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and one yeah. of them just kind of the one who noticed kind of just looks at, at at the door and goes, "Did either of them wash their hands?" <laughs> I was hoping someone picked that up. Just and, and the friends just gonna turn and just be like, "Gross! Why are people so gross? I don't know." Ah. Oh. <laughs> But she's right, though. I can do... She's right, though. I can do better. You're right. Yes, I can do better. You can. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. We now move into the the main room of this bar. Uh, the music is pumping. There are a lot of very muscular people, um, shoulder to shoulder, drinking, talking, some singing, some dancing going on as well. The, the dance floor seems to have have formed peeking through the the gap in the buttons of this trench coat squeak for a moment you are starstruck mm-hmm. there he is oh my god he's in all his blonde glory <laughs> the barbarian the one you have based god! so much yes. of your life on i'm gonna roll a wisdom saving throw <laughs> oh no i'm gonna fall oh nine yeah so probably no. probably for a second like literally it's just like 
freeze and like you probably like <laughs> like sway or something as like this is a I, sudden stop do i need to do a saving throw to not fall off then uh, yeah give me a dexterity saving throw no different dice different dice <laughs> Oh, there we go. 16 plus 3. Yeah, 19. Yeah. You're, you're oh, okay. fine. You, you don't topple over. <laughs> uh, and then as she sort of catches her feet, she's just going to look down and be like, what? What's, what is this? Why, why are we stopped? That's probably not even worse. It's just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> What? Like, she just looks, she's like looking down at her own feet, very confused, looking if anyone was looking from the outside. <laughs> they don't know that there's another go-more on her feet. <laughs> All right, um, I will allow myself to be regain my composure and. Uh, <laughs> um, actually, can I get a dexterity saving throw from Ricketts and from Squeak? You're in a large room. There's, there's liquid on the floor. A lot of people moving around. Uh, dex save. Dex save. I got a dirty twenty. Okay. Hey. <laughs> you're fine. You're you're actually and and Squeak. Disadvantage, please, for this role for you. You are completely starstruck by seeing Gore. Ricketts, you're fine. Your your goblin tower, your co- your kobold tower, remains upright. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Ooh, three. Okay. Ow! You don't fall over, but mm. you get pushed by all these people and jostled through the crowd. Yeah. Uh, and you you're trying your best to maintain your 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 footing. Yeah. Keeping. Uh, trip above you so you just kind of move with the crowd so you don't fall over mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna let fate decide some of this let's see how this goes <laughs> oh okay oh <laughs> no. it's never good it's not a good sound Ben why I sometimes sometimes the dice lead me in places that I thought let's see what would happen and what happens <laughs> is the crowd surges in a direction and you come like slap chest to chest with gore. <laughs> so hang on. What you're saying is I come yeah, chest yeah. to chest with gore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Squeak you... comes chest to crop, head to crop. What the best part? It might be the kneecap or thigh. Uh, no, no, no. no we, it, oh, actually, no, it's probably mid thigh. Yeah, right? gore it's is gore quite large. You've, yeah. no, you've got your nose between his legs, is what we're saying at this yeah. point. Meanwhile, Ricketts uh, and Sneak are just walking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. R- Ricketts and Sneak are doing fine. Um, this this huge barbarian uh, looks down at you, and Trip, you'll understand the language. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you there, little dragon friend. Oh, uh, I don't think I've met you before. I'm going to roll insight for for Gore. <laughs> Oh, but he rolled very low. He rolled a five. <laughs> Up close, getting a good look at you. I don't think I've seen you before. Please. And he, like, puts an arm around you, Trip, and, like, oh, pulls no. you in. Uh, and, like, for a moment, you, like, leave Squeak's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Gore just, like, swings you around and... Please, uh, join us for a barbarian game. And he hands you a knife. No! <laughs> I know what the game 